0: All right, what we talked about um, in the last section was the fact that every relative extreme value, every relative extremum, is a critical point. But, what, do you remember the other, the the warning there? Not every critical point will turn out to be a relative max or min. So what we want to do um, in this section is try to analyze critical points in order to determine which critical points are relative maximums, which are relative minimums, and which actually turn out to be neither maximums nor minimums. And what we're going to do is use something called the first derivative test. The idea is, is pretty, um, pretty basic. It, I think it's pretty transparent. I think you'll understand the idea. But again, doing the examples, sometimes the algebra gets a little bit messy. But uh, we'll run through some, and, um, and hopefully you'll be able to figure them out. So <clears throat> remember a critical point. Well, I'll talk about a critical number. OK, a critical number is what? a value of x for which the derivative is 0 or the derivative does not exist, okay? And then what we saw last in the last section was that such a situation could be, right, a horizontal tangent, creating a maximum, or it could be a horizontal tangent at a minimum, or it could be a horizontal tangent, right, that is neither a maximum nor a minimum, right? Similarly, (coughs) we could have a point at which the derivative does not exist, which is a maximum, a point at which a derivative does not exist, and it turns out is a minimum, or a point at which a derivative does not exist, which is neither a maximum nor a minimum. Okay, We get a sharp point, but the um, curve actually keeps going up. Alright, so let's, <coughs> let's look and uh, see if we can figure out how we can determine whether a critical number represents a maximum as opposed to a minimum as opposed to neither a maximum nor a minimum. And the idea is, is really not hard, okay? Let's look at the maximum situation. Okay, this is what? The derivative equals zero, so we'll first analyze derivative equals zero, right? All right, for the maximum, well, what's going on? At the maximum itself, the derivative is what? Is zero, right? a little bit to the left of the maximum, what is the curve doing? The curve is what? Is increasing, getting bigger, going up, right? And what about the derivative? What about the slope of the tangent line? What about the rate of change of the function to the left? Well, we're approaching the maximum, so the curve is what? Getting bigger, which means the rate of change, right? It's changing in a positive direction, yes? So the derivative, which measures the rate of change, to the left of a maximum will be positive. As soon as we hit the maximum, we start going down, the curve starts falling, the profit starts decreasing, the temperature, falls, drops, okay? So all of those concepts are what? A negative rate of change, right? The revenue is getting smaller, decreasing, going down, right? The rate of change is then negative. So we can recognize a maximum, a relative maximum, Right, a relative maximum, Okay, we can use the first derivative. That's why we're calling this the first derivative test. And what we do is we look at, well, we find what? The critical number. Right? In this case, it's the zero derivative critical number. To the left of the critical number, right, the derivative is positive. And to the right of the critical number, the derivative is negative. All right, so let's look at a relative minimum situation, okay? Here we have a curve with a relative minimum, right? And what's the story here? Well, again, at the critical number, we have a horizontal tangent, yes? So the derivative is zero, okay? This time what? to the left of the critical number, to the left of the minimum, to the left of the point with the horizontal tangent. What is the curve doing? Well, if we have a relative minimum, the curve is what? It's decreasing or falling, right? getting smaller, to the minimum. So what about the derivative over here, to the left of the critical number? Well, the derivative, again, measuring the rate of change Right? The change is what? Is negative. Yes? So the derivative will be negative. Right? Whereas after we hit the minimum, then what? The curve starts turning up, the revenue starts increasing, the profit starts increasing, the temperature starts rising. Yes? And what about the derivative? What about the rate of change? Well, the change this time is positive. So here we have (coughs) the relative maximum. The first derivative is what? Positive, 0, and negative. For the relative minimum, the first derivative is negative, 0, positive. Now, what about the situation that we saw where the curve has a horizontal tangent? but then doesn't start falling, creating a maximum, but continues to increase. Well, you look at it and you think about it, okay, and you tell me. What about the first derivative in this case? Well, the first derivative at the critical number is what? Right? It's zero. And what about to the left? Well, what is the curve doing? The curve is what? increasing going up so the first derivative will be right positive and then what to the right of the critical number yes the curve is still increasing so the derivative is positive again right so we have this sign pattern for an increasing function right with a horizontal tangent. But that critical number does not represent either a maximum or a minimum, right? Similarly, if we have a curve that decreases, looks like it may be about to form a minimum, but then continues to decrease, right? We would have what? Again, the critical number with a zero derivative, So the derivative is what? Here the curve is doing what? It's decreasing, falling, so the derivative is negative, then horizontal, so a zero derivative, and then continues to fall. All right, so these are the sign patterns that we're looking for. This sign pattern, positive, zero, negative. Sign pattern for what? For the first derivative, okay? will tell us that we're looking at a relative maximum this sign pattern negative 0 positive for the first derivative tells us we're looking at a relative minimum and these two sign patterns right positive 0 positive or negative 0 negative are critical numbers but do not represent either a maximum or a minimum all right If we have a continuous function and we have a critical number where the derivative does not exist, okay, then what? We have the same sign pattern, yes? Here the derivative does not exist, so we have a critical number, right? The derivative is what? Falling curve, yes? So we have a negative derivative. Rising curve, we have a positive. So again, right? if you compare this minimum to this minimum, right? we have a minimum there. right? You're looking at the same sign pattern, negative to the left, positive to the right of the critical number. All right? With the does not exist type of critical numbers, you have to be a little bit more careful though here the function you have to make sure that the function is continuous, all right. Um, but if it is, then then it's pretty much the same situation, right? We have what a derivative positive does not exist and then negative, all right. If we have a curve that does something like this, right then the derivative will be what? Does not exist, positive to the left, positive to the right, okay? No max, no min, <coughs> and then we could also have a situation like this, right? Where again, okay, at the critical number, the derivative does not exist. To the left, the curve is falling, decreasing, going down. The derivative is negative. And to the right, it continues to decrease, fall, go down. And again, the derivative is negative. Alright, so what we're looking for is what? We're studying the first derivative. We're analyzing the sign of the first derivative in order to determine whether we have a relative maximum, a relative minimum, or neither a maximum nor a minimum. All right, let's try to do a couple of examples and and put this theory to work.